Well, good morning everybody and uh, once again we welcome you to our Facebook online church, uh, virtual church and we are broadcasting from our homes again and uh, we're glad to have you with us and those that are jo joining us for the first time, we welcome you to our TFC family, we're so grateful that you're here with us uh, this morning and uh, as we bring to you God's word and uh, just chat to you a bit about what God has been laying, up, laying upon our hearts during the season of uh, this COVID pandemic that is affecting all of us globally as well. Well, this morning as well, um, I have Leanne with me and uh, just allow her to greet you and uh, welcome you this morning. Well, good morning, um, especially to Trinity Family Church. I'm delighted once again to welcome you to our online service that we could celebrate Almighty God irrespective of our social distances. Um, we thank God for this platform that we could still be able to connect and share with you um, the Word of God to enrich you, to build you and to encourage you even as we face this difficult and challenging times. Well, and uh, as you know, we're broadcasting from our homes and uh, the reason is that even though we have uh, been given the uh, rights by the government to open uh, churches as well not as normal but uh, churches have been given the privilege to open under level three lockdown level three we have decided as uh, the leadership of our church uh, together with consultation with our spiritual father um, not to open <clears throat> for the simple reason that we won't be able to adequately um, manage the situation uh, in terms of um, of our venue size and um, mm -hmm. and also um, the heavy responsibility on opening at this level, we have seen record numbers uh, over twenty four hours uh, about two days ago of infections, close to three thousand seven hundred uh, in a day, and uh, the numbers are climbing at a phenomenal rate. So we do not want to risk any of our members. We love our, our people um, so much that we that we do not want to risk it. Neither is this a reflection of our faith, mm -hmm. but I believe that um, we are full of faith. We are, tr we are trusting in the Lord. And until He has given us the permission to, yes. um, to, to, to open and to, and to resume, we believe that we are practicing wisdom at this point in time as we've been in consultation with many senior men that we are in covenant with. And we've got direction from God and he, for us, particularly Trinity Family Church, we will not be be opening. We bless, we, we we pray for those that will be, and we support those that are that are that are opening at this time. And all of our covenant partners and friends and pastors that have churches that will be opening, we pray God's protection over them, and we and we wish them well even as they open. But for us personally, we are not opening until uh, we are uh, confirmed and 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 settled in our spirits to yeah. open. Um, we trust the Lord uh, in, in all things we trust mm -hmm. the Lord and uh, we believe that uh, even if you look at the story of Noah that uh, there's an appointed time to exit the ark mm -hmm. and uh, God uh, there's an appointed time to enter the ark and during his days of lockdown within the confines and construct of the ark um, there was the appointed time and so we believe that this is an immature time for us to release our people back to fellowship mm -hmm. Uh, spe specifically Trinity Family Church and, and our family and our covenant family um, so we would be waiting for the time that God will speak to us to enter that building we believe that the church has never been closed and uh, it is it is an invisible kingdom in a visible world 
and God is constantly moving and building His church, even yes. in the event of this pandemic, mm-hmm. and even in the in in the in the in the circumstances of the buildings being closed, God is building His church. He's building covenant with us, with mm-hmm. one another, and we too, with those that are in the spirit, that is connecting to us. So uh, we miss the fellowship uh, with uh, with our family, and we believe that we would soon return to it. But in the meantime, we continue with these platforms. Uh, continue to seek God's face and enjoy the time uh, that is away from every religious habit that we've that we've adopted and created. Yes, uh, it's a time that God has uh, allowed for us. COVID nineteen has allowed and given us the space to adapt and to change the religious patterns that we've so unconsciously mm-hmm. uh, adapted into our lives. And uh, so I want to encourage you that He's shaping, He's shifting. And he's shaking every foundation, traditional and religious foundational foundations in our lives, yes. uh, particularly when it comes to the church and how we've been building uh, over the past decades. And in, in this season, God is is certainly changing it. So mm-hmm. we we do not have an attachment to a building, but uh, we believe that this building that God is building is without human hands, without Amen. human construct. Yes. He's building in the spirit, and mm. so don't take, do not be discouraged. Uh, do not be despondent, mm-hmm. but rest in the fact that God is building His church um, in spite of our uh, activities yes. and um, in the natural. And I want you to enjoy the time that we do have yeah. uh, with your families. Enjoy it. Enjoy the time that that you have now um, to spend with God and to and to study together with your families and pray together with your families mm-hmm. in the confines of your home. Make you know concerted effort. Uh, to to Im- implore and employ discipline when it comes to the things of God and the Word of God with your family. Yeah. All the distractions that we've that we've had over our lives mm. has now been removed, and you can re-employ the discipline that God was so demanding. So the demand in the season is that every family begin begins to grow yeah. as a family of God. So more than just the the spiritual family that that we come together, but the physical families, the natural families, yeah. you with your family in your home, and I know some of you are separated at this time. Families are separated mm. due to work, uh, and that. But but you have the personal time. Enjoy this privilege, mm-hmm. because once we resume, it's going to be church unusual. We're going to be busy with with extending the the kingdom of God upon the face of the earth. So this is a pause time. For personal introspection, personal investigation, uh, personal development. Uh, so enjoy this time. And when we return, there will be great and mighty things to take place. Amen. Um, um, uh, you know, we've been talking about Abraham uh, over the couple of weeks um, thus far. And, um, and I've been pondering about Abraham's situation. And it's similar to what we're facing right now where God asked Abraham to leave his place of familiarity, Mm -hmm. leave his familiar place, his place of attachment, leave his land that he was born in, the land of his father. Mm -hmm. Um, And COVID-19 has presented to us the things that were familiar. Yes. And we must not return. So we we are leaving. Take this time to understand that God is preparing us and he's demanding from us that we leave things that are familiar to us, yeah. 
things that we have been attached to. Mm-hmm. COVID-19 has come to expose our, our natural attachments, uh, our, our, our attachments to natural things, to religious things. Mm-hmm. It's exposed uh, the attachments to sentimentality, to yes. sentimental things in our lives. And we've come in this season, God is almost asking us, he's, 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 this, this event and this pandemic has created uh, 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 such an environment that we are, we are perceiving those natural and physical and emotional attachments and, and, um, and uh, you know, connections that we've had mm-hmm. that has removed our focus and taken the focus away from, from God himself. And so God is asking us to leave that behind. Yes, yeah. And he's, mm-hmm. showing us, he's showing us a land that he wants us to come to. Mm-hmm. Prophetically, I believe that that like Abraham, God has asked us to leave everything familiar yes. that we are familiar with. Leave every tradition that we are familiar with. Re- re- leave every le- religious um, thing that we are familiar with. Our life that we have been so familiar and attached to. Yes. God is saying, just like Abraham, he said to Abraham, leave this land, mm-hmm. the country of your birth. Some of us have been born in a particular season. Yes. And we've been attached to that season, mm-hmm. not realizing that God has moved on from that season. Yes. So we, you may have been born in a Pentecostal season. You may be born in a charismatic season, mm-hmm. even in an apostolic yes. season. Our kids are, God is saying, leave that behind because I'm showing you a land. And I want to take you to a place. Mm-hmm. I want to take you to a place and a dimension that I will show you. Mm-hmm. And Abraham has to leave this place. Mm-hmm. Of familiarity of his childhood of his deep emotional and physical roots to a land that God is going to show him and he doesn't know where he's going mm. uh, and so we do not know where we're yes. going in this season Amen. at this present time uh, no one has the answer of what God is doing Amazing. nobody knows where we're going nobody knows what the church is going to be once we are fully open nobody mm. knows and has answers to what the economy is going to be, or the political uh, scenario is going to be, or the mm-hmm. global, the global world. What, what, how is it changing? What is the the landscape of every political, um, social, economical, and spiritual, mm. uh, uh, you know, dimension is going to be? It has, really it has changed yes. completely. And God is saying, "I'm taking you to a place. Trust in me." Mm-hmm. And He's asking us as the church. To begin to trust in him because he's showing us a place um, that he's going to take us Eyes to. have not seen. Eyes have not seen. Yes. So in a time of uncertainty, mm. we have to have the measure of faith and the level of faith that Abraham had to leave things that are unfamiliar. Yes. Uh, sorry, to leave things that are familiar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And leave, leave the things that are sentimental. Leave mm. the things behind that we have been attached to. Amen. To a land that He's going to show us. Amen. And so God has just shaken us, shaken our traditional traditions, shaken our religions to a place that He's going to show us. We don't know what church is going to be. This mm-hmm. has been church in this season and in this time for the last three months. Yes. It's taken on a different form. Mm-hmm. Worship has taken on a different form. So returning, we cannot return. To that which has been familiar to us. Yes. We have to return 
to a place that God will show us mm -hmm. and God has prepared for us. And I believe that this COVID-19 has come to take us out of our familiarity mm -hmm. and position us in this place. So Abraham will understand who God is first until he comes to understand who he is. Yes, yes. And all the seasons. And you realize that God will show him who he is in the land of Haran. In the time of his death of his father, mm -hmm. God will show him. Before he comes to understand, he is still known as Abram. Yes. That, that's what he was born with. That's his nature that that's he was brought right. into this world, Abram. But his true identity will only be revealed at a place called Hebron. But he will never know who he is until he understands and learns in this journey who God is. So mm -hmm. God shows a bit of himself to Abram in Haran. And then he, Abram learns a little bit more about God when he's faced with a situation in Egypt. Mm -hmm. He begins to, to learn of God's providence and protection. Learn of who God is. In a, in a way that he's never known before when he travels and he leaves uh, to go to Egypt in the time of famine, he goes and he seeks, um, uh, you know, financial and economical stability in Egypt. He, during the time of famine, he leaves and he goes to Egypt and mm -hmm. relies on that system. And God will teach him who he is. Amen. A bit more of who God is. Wow. He says, listen. And trouble will come to to Abram, and um, God will show him His providence, and His protection, and His provision, and then he will depart from Egypt. And then also, God teaches him a lesson with Lot. Taught him a lesson with his father mm -hmm. Terah, and um, and then and then and Abram now begins to learn who God is, even in the con conte context of the relationship of Lot. And then he speaks to Abram again and says, listen, look up and look at the land to the, to, the, to the place that I'm showing you. All that you can see will be yours. And he goes and he finds himself um, in Hebron. Wow. So he, he, he knows God first. He comes to understand who God. And every season, God will teach us, will teach us a little bit about himself. Yes. And that is the, that is the, the context of every segment of our life, every journey of our lives. And even yeah. in, while the season won't define who God is, but through the season we'll understand, through the age of time, mm -hmm. that we will understand um, God and, and come to know Him. And so this, this time we are, we are knowing God in a different way. Amen. God is, is demanding a more personal and mm -hmm. more deeper um, level of relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and so the other the second thing that we find in, in Genesis chapter 17 speaks about all of this is that uh, he said I will uh, I will make my covenant between me and you and will multiply you exceedingly wow. so the covenant the covenant that he makes between Abraham and himself is mm -hmm. that that you will multiply exceedingly multiply multiplication only takes place within the context of covenant yes and it's amazing how it works in, in the kingdom of god because mathematically in god's kingdom 
God doesn't work in a kingdom of addition, but in a kingdom of multiplication. And um, we know that anything that you place in God's hands, He doesn't add to it, but He multiplies to it. And that's something we can be grateful for because that is a result of obedience. Because with obedience, you can see the multiplication of God's hand in your life. And I'm sure through this Abraham, even as he was obedient to the voice of God or to the call of God, you know, he was highly favored that he could enjoy the economy of God's kingdom where uh, he didn't experience addition but multiplication in the season. And um, as we, we further continue, we know that, you know, if we obey the divine call of God, we will be favored. And as Malcolm mentioned, although Abraham um, heard God's call. He also faced many trials, mm. but he persevered. And even as you persevere, you shall be honored with greater tests of your fidelity. But then you should also know God as your friend. And through that, God will make you a blessing to others, even to the end of his time. And how are you to become a blessing when you enjoy the economy of God? And what is the economy of God? It is not addition. It is not three plus three that will give you six, but it's three times three that will give you nine in God's economy. And let's see how Abraham enjoyed the economy of God. Yeah, I mean, you know, in this season, we, we, we are faced with, with many covenant breakers. And the yes. Bible, Bible talks about it, even in the New Testament, he says that in, we, will, we will see people that are, that are covenant breakers, relationship breakers, casual mm -hmm. relationships, um, and within the confines and I believe that multiplication in whatever context of your life mm -hmm. and here he's talking about that you will multiply you exceedingly um, we believe in, in the season that we are living in that God is bringing un, you know a divine favor to those that that maintain Amen. loyal covenantal relationships mm -hmm. that build covenantal relationships and if you're a person that love to build covenantally whatever context of your life at, um, whether it is in your marriage whether it is in your family there is to a local church to a spiritual father the your essence the dna your nature of who you are is a covenant keeping person yes. within that context context i believe god is blessing and and exceedingly uh, multiplying uh, you know things in 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 those in those people's lives yes they are they have the ability uh, to seek and to receive the favor of God mm -hmm. the grace of God in an unmerited way in an unprecedented way if you're a person that is able to keep covenant that you by nature is a covenant keeper we are seeing that God is showing his divine favor uh, upon and he says I will make my covenant between you and you will multiply mm -hmm. exceedingly you will multi he says you will be a father of many nations yes. so abram means exalted father mm -hmm. and abraham means father of many nations mm -hmm. so there is a there is a shift to those that will keep covenant he says i'll make a covenant with you and he makes a covenant with, with abram and at this place called hebron mm -hmm. god divinely renames Ab abram to Abraham. Abraham so there's a migration from Abraham to Abraham right metaphorically in that Abraham means exalted father and mm -hmm. Abraham means father of many nations so he moves from singular 
Two. to multiple, to plural. So he was exalted father, mm -hmm. okay? Now he moves to father of many nations. So wow. there is a tremendous shift to, to being, to being individualized, individualized, to now being pluralized. Mm -hmm. and, as, 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 and that is the, the multiplication that takes place in the life of Abraham. He's a father of many nations. And I believe that those that maintain and keep covenant, mm -hmm. those that love to keep covenant, and that means that covenant, you know, in the context and, and, and in, in a defined way in your life mm -hmm. will attract multiplication on every level. Mm -hmm. You'll see a multiplication of finances. You'll see a multiplication of resources. Um, you'll see... If, if you know if you love the, the Lord and you'll see that there will be tremendous multiplication of grace in your life mm -hmm. that will come to to you to those that keep covenant yes. and and first and foremost our covenant is with the Lord yes we cannot break covenant it is a covenant that we have to maintain and it is difficult in this season where we have a season and a generation of generation of covenant breakers mm -hmm. yes true so you know we need to ask ourselves are we covenant breakers or are we covenant builders mm -hmm. we need to seek the face of god in this season and those that maintain a relationship maintain covenant particularly during this time yes you'll see tremendous unprecedented favor Amen. over yes. your life you will be bearing testimony to miraculous things that mm -hmm. will happen in your life you'll realize that it, it, it doesn't it's not void of of trouble it is not void of testing and yes. and not void of pain but you will be exalt you will not be an exalted father you'll be a father of many, many nations. nations amen father amen. of many nations and uh, we must understand that that the father of many nations of abraham mm -hmm. through him generations to come will walk in god yes that every blessing that he has been blessed that through him there would be a multiplication of blessings, of pros prosperity, mm -hmm. of the ways of God, of the righteousness of God, of the love for God, of the un the the willingly willing willingness to to serve him and to obey him and his word Amen. through him. Yes. So we're saying that that fathers and mothers in this season particularly play an important and integral role. In the in the life of their generation, mm -hmm. because through us multiplication will take Amen. place. Yes. Through us, those that build covenantly, and those that build covenantly, our generations to follow the, the ensuing generations mm -hmm. will experience the same. So, if we love God, and we serve God, and we are devoted to Him, mm -hmm. and we are obedient to Him, not only the resources and the blessings, but the nature of who we are, covenant builders. Yes covenant keepers um, the ones that, the, that us as fathers and mothers that lay a foundation of God's word in our lives in our homes mm -hmm. that pursue him that will pursue the 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 things of God the mm -hmm. spirit of God and pursue the the integrity and the character mm -hmm. and the nature of Jesus Christ all of those things that we lay as foundation will multiply in generations to yes. come so we are setting up not for ourselves 
We are building not for ourselves. You are laying a foundation not for yourselves, mm -hmm. but for your great grandchildren, for the for your great great grandchildren yes. and the generations to come. Oh, yes. And so it's so important the doors that we open mm -hmm. will be opened for generations Amen. to come. Yes. And the doors that we shut will be shut for those that are in the next generation. I so we are sure. seeing now that the things that we do today, the things that we do now mm -hmm. in our lives will be the doors opened or the doors shut for the ensuing generation. generation yeah. True. So in us, so he says, in you, Abraham, will be generations, will be, uh, will flow with blessings, will mm -hmm. flow with this anointing. This God makes, it says, multiplied through Abraham's generation. Yes. If we keep covenant in this generation, then it multiplies in generations that follow. Mm -hmm. If we keep covenant, if we keep our obedience and our love and, our, and the depth of our relationship, the depth of the intimacy mm -hmm. for God and His Word and the love for the Holy Spirit, if we keep it now, it will multiply in generations Amen. to come. Yes, true. So fathers and mothers determine, fathers and mothers determine the continuity for generations. Yes, that's true. What we don't defeat in this season will be repeated in the next generation. Mm. What we don't defeat will be destined to be repeated mm. in the next generation. So we as as fathers we as mothers have a huge responsibility yes true not to return to the familiar things mm -hmm. that we have created in our lives so as we just bring this to a close and um, and we come to the table of the lord and um, Leanne will just pray with us um, during this time we want to tell you this morning that like Abraham who has been called by God and to surrender his entire trust and faith and hope in his heavenly father for a journey he knew not where he was going to but he trusted the word of God in this season we are encouraging you every son and every daughter to trust the word and the voice of God to be able to lead you and guide you to a place that he has prepared for you and our hope is in his word and our trust is in his word mm -hmm. and our faith is in him Amen. to take us to this place yes. we must understand that in times of uncertainty Things that are so unfamiliar to us okay the demand from God is the totality of our trust and our faith in our Heavenly Father the demand of God Abraham latched on to Egypt during the time of famine he ran to Egypt in the time of famine now I'm encouraging our sons and daughters those that are in the in covenant with us in our household that you have to detach and leave from the systems 
that we, or the systems of this world, the systems that we were attached to. Yes, the familiar things. The familiar things, okay. The systems that, that we thought brought us financial freedom and financial confidence and, and hope, financial relief. And uh, the systems that we thought, you see, Egypt is a system that will enslave you. Although it look, looks as if it will give you, it gives you temporary financial relief, it will give you temporary relief from every burden and enduring famine, but it's a system that enslaves you. Yes. It looks lucrative, mm -hmm. okay? It looks, it looks green, it looks like green pastures, it looks like, um, uh, you know, a saving grace almost, yeah. okay? But the system will enslave you. And uh, the more we trust in the system, the more we trust we in the economies of this world, we trust in, uh, in, in, in our social political system, mm -hmm. we have to detach from these things yeah, and attach sure. ourselves and attach ourselves to the things of God. We have to operate and live from the economy oh, of God. God. And, yes. um, and the foundation of that is our faith in Him. Mm -hmm. Faith is the foundation for this economy that God has provided for us, mm -hmm. has prepared for us. And uh, I just want to leave one last thing with you in what we're going to deal with in the coming weeks is that he tells Abraham when he makes a covenant with him in verses 6. Genesis 17 verses 6 mm -hmm. that I will make you exceedingly fruitful and I will make nations of you and kings shall come from you wow. and amazing. kings yeah. shall come from you mm -hmm. um, so I want to leave that there uh, in that I want you to go and, 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 and read on that scriptures meditate upon it and hope Hopefully in the weeks to come, we will unpack it, unpack what it means that kings will come from you. I believe that this is a dimension that we have not yet uh, unpacked and uh, deconstructed in our lives. We may have done it theologically, mm -hmm. but we have not done it practically. So we profess that we are kings and queens. We profess that we are sons of God. We are not we are the head and not the tail but our behavior speaks differently yes our behavior speaks differently mm -hmm. our emotional sense speaks differently so we have to migrate to this place not just speaking mm -hmm. and declaring and decreeing things but we have to behave like sons of god we have to behave like kings what does it mean to be a king we have the word of god declares that we are a holy nation and a royal priesthood yes. a royal priesthood the Bible also says that God is restoring the tabernacle of David he's not res restoring the tabernacle of Moses but this tabernacle of David yes. David represented to us a king priest anointing a king king priest dimension mm -hmm. so this um, grace uh, has is, is our positional grace is our positional authority is our position positional uh, identity uh, to operate on the earth as king priests. Mm -hmm. So what does it mean to 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 be a king? From you, kings 
will come. Yes. Um, so we have to unpack many things and we are doing it really in a small segmented way and in you know nugget form and I hope you are going back and searching the scriptures uh, because we can't really do justice in the time frame that we have. Yeah. So we are leaving thoughts with you, we are just highlighting certain things um, for you, uh, high points for you so you can go and uh, you know just um, explore these things within the context of your personal time. So let's just come to the table of the Lord this morning and um, we're going to ask Leanne just to pray with us and uh, even as we partake together as a family. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for this day that you have made, O God, and we will rejoice and be glad in it, O Father. Lord, we thank you for your word that has come, O God, that, Father, that we could trust no other system, O God, but put our hope and our trust in you, O God. And, Father, this morning, even as we come before your table that has been prepared for us, O God, we pray, O Father, that you would help us build covenantly, O Father, that you would help us, O Father, to build a relationship that is eternal, O God. And, Father, we pray that even as we partake this morning, that we remember, O Father, the great sacrifice that you have made, O God, that we could be here today, O Father. And we thank you, O God, for your redemptive grace, for your favor and your anointing over our lives, O Father. So we pray, O God, that even as we partake, that you bless your emblems unto our body, O Father, and our bodies unto your greatest service. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, let's partake together this morning. Well, we thank you once again for joining us this morning. And I trust that you have been blessed and encouraged by God's word. And um, we really thank God for this time that he's given us that we could rebuild, we could reconnect our lives with him. And it's amazing what Malcolm spoke about at the beginning about um, pause, being on pause. And I was pondering about being on pause the whole week. And uh, even as we, you know, um, read Psalms, Psalms chapter 32, at the end of that verse, it says, Selah. And what is Selah? It's a purposeful pause. And I believe that during COVID-19, during this lockdown, God has purposefully put us on pause. And uh, there's three reasons why I think God would have put us and placed us on pause. And the first thing is that we could come to know and celebrate who God is. Many a times we celebrate our pastors, we celebrate our leaders, we celebrate our families, but we need to come to a position where we celebrate who God is in our lives. And secondly, the pause is there to remind us to be more conscious of who God is in our lives. And, he, and this is something that would remind us that we need to separate ourselves and be conscious of what God is doing in our lives and know that He is our ultimate source. And the last thing I think is why God has put us on pause is that we come into covenant with Him once again. So there's three C's if you don't remember anything of today is to celebrate Him, to be conscious of Him, and to build covenantly with God. And I believe that even as fear might creep in, you might reach out to the things that are familiar, but remember, familiarity will draw you into Egypt and will not allow you to see the eternal purposes of God. So I trust that you be blessed, you be encouraged, build covenantly with your family, 
uh, once again and enjoy this pause that God has given us in our lives. Well, it was glad to have you with us this morning and we thank you for being a part of our ministry. We thank you to our sons and daughters whom we miss so dearly. And also lastly, just we thank you and we know our spiritual father is watching right now mm -hmm. and we continue to ask God for his protection over him to pray. He is in hospital going undergoing a minor operation. We believe that he is fully recovered now by the grace of God. And so we know he's watching right now and we just want to send our love and our greetings to him. And thank everyone for your prayer uh, for his health. And we, we know that he will be fully restored as he has a lot of years ahead of him and a huge, huge task to complete for the kingdom of God. So thank you once again for watching. To our family, we love you. Continue to stay safe, practice social distancing, clean hygiene uh, techniques all the time and maintain your safe safety during this time as we are experiencing high levels of infections. Good day, God bless you and grace and peace.